this is Carrie Peters and Stacey Morgenstern and welcome to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast where we're here to question how we do life because the normal rules no longer apply. So Stace, should we talk about 10K in 10 weeks? I love talking about 10K in 10 weeks. I mean, what could you do with 10K in 10 weeks? A lot. (laughs) there's a lot I could do with 10k in 10 weeks Uh, so so let's explain for for you guys who are joining us for the podcast welcome so good to have you here Um, 10k in 10 weeks is a challenge that we put to our graduate students Um, so different different program from become a health coach when somebody completes become a health coach they can go on to our holistic MBA graduate program And in that graduate program, we decided to pose a challenge to our students, um, and that is to make $10,000 in 10 weeks. And the reason that we did that, Stacey, I remember thinking, um, I was really inspired by, honestly, the idea of a challenge because I feel like when we challenge ourselves, especially like when we do it as a group and as a community, that we tend to rise to the occasion. Like when we set a higher standard for ourselves, we perform better, especially when we're supported. But I don't know. Well, I know that, uh, I believe it was Jim Rome, one of the great motivational speakers who said you are the average of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. So you're the average of their health, of their money of their success and to me the 10k and 10 weeks challenge has people raise the bar on uh kind of the the springboard or or where the trampoline of success begins so and to make that really fun we created a way to gamify that so that it wasn't this pressure or competition but your success is my success and we can lift each other up through that. And at the end of this, the, the greatest thing will happen is that we all actually have some level of success, whether they reach 10K in 10 weeks. But if you shoot for that, if you didn't get 10K in 10 weeks, doesn't mean that you fell short. It actually means that you were stretched further than you would have been otherwise. And right. some people even did more than 10K in 10 weeks. So it just, it lifts the entire group up. And I love this concept. Yeah, you mentioned something really cool about a goal and the purpose of a goal. And that the purpose of the goal is not always to hit the goal. It's to stretch you to take action beyond that which you would have if you didn't have the goal. I love that. It's a very important frame, I think, in goal setting because it's so easy to fall into measuring success by hitting the mark or not. Right. Versus what it propelled you forward into that you wouldn't have otherwise, as you as you just said. Yeah, I mean, there were so many people in the 10K challenge that made six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand dollars. And that was more than they'd ever made coaching. And it was more than they ever could have imagined making. So they didn't fail. They, they didn't hit the 10K mark, but they still had incredible success that they were blown away by. And the truth is, 
it's not even really the money. Money's great, but it's the person that you have to become in order to make the money because you, you take action differently when you have a challenge and a goal like this in front of you. And as a result of taking different actions, you sort of transform into a, a, a different person or I could say like uh, a newer, more updated version of who you really are. So you end up more of who you want to be as a result of setting a goal. So it's not about having to plan like, oh, what if I don't hit it? I don't even want to try. Like that's not the, that's not the framework. The framework is who do I get to become on this journey? Because that's what we're all in it for. Yeah, we want to make money. Absolutely. And that's of value because we have families and we have uh, kids and we have passions and hobbies and a lifestyle that we want to support and we want a certain level of freedom and options. But at the end of the day, it's really about who we get to become. Because I don't know about you, Stacey, but I'm a very different person now than I was you know, 11 years ago when I started this journey, dead broke um, and mm. in debt. Absolutely. You know, there's something else that I've come to realize when you set a container for a goal like 10K in 10 weeks and what skill set, what experience you gain, what learnings you gain from the mistakes you will inevitably make are not just for that short-term benefit, but for long-term benefit that there's, even though this is 10K in 10 weeks, every participant who joined the challenge learned skills that will set them up for success for the long term. Right. And there's something about that. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a word. It's not uh, like a, it's not longevity, but it's kind of like where, um, Carrie, maybe there's, I'm sure there's a term for this, but it's just that there, there's some um, like long-term benefit to short-term sprints All right. that is almost not acknowledged because it's like, oh, but 10K in 10 weeks. And then at the end of 10 weeks, we kind of look backwards, but you don't, you forget to look forwards that sometimes you reap the benefits of what you learned in that process for years to come. Exactly. Exactly. So it's almost, it almost feels unfair to only measure the success based on the 10 weeks because it might be the next 10 weeks that come after that are that much exponentially more successful. Yeah, you know, we were just talking with a, a grad student of ours named Sarah Connell. She's a writing coach uh, yesterday. And after that 10K, she was one of the people who hit 10K in 10 weeks. And then after the challenge, she was so motivated and inspired. She's made over, I don't know, 15 or $16,000 in, in the following like 10 to 12 weeks. And it's, it's incredible how much uh, uh, that learning can motivate your future. Um, I don't think like, I, I also think there's a certain level of what in the container of 10K in 10 weeks that the level of focus required in that time creates a practice of discipline and consistency that is so important for long-term success. 
if you look at any coach who's making a great living, it's just not happening by accident. It's not a fluke. It's because they're consistent and they're committed and they're disciplined about how they spend the time and their time and the actions that they're taking and how they're reaching out to people and sharing what they have to offer. Um, that's the case in, for every single coach. You know, some coaches may have luck at certain points, but luck is not sustainable. Consistency and discipline and focus are. Discipline. Discipline. <laughs> Did you talk about discipline in another podcast? I don't think so. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I love this concept of of discipline because I was in a coaching session once and this concept of discipline came up and I realized that most people have a negative association with discipline. Discipline feels like for most people doing what you don't want to do, being pressured into it, some kind of forcing, efforting, sweating, bleeding, and they don't like it. Most of us feel resistance to discipline. Uh, but discipline comes from the word disciple. So when you are disciplined, what it really means is becoming a disciple of your greatness or the higher good that you are in service of with your efforts. And we can experience great joy in being that disciple. Uh, so it is a commitment but there's joy and commitment and there's great reward and benefit, not only in the outcome of it, but in the process of it. And I, I, I see, we, you know, there's a lot of talk in leadership about feminine and masculine. So I see outcomes as somewhat the masculine focused on the, the, the bottom line, for example, of money or success or results. But I see the process as the feminine aspect. So for me, discipline is kind of a, a combination of our integrated feminine and masculine, if you will, without getting too California corny on people. <laughs> but it's, it, it is uh, about having a clear goal, some, something that you would like to reach that is in service of a, of a higher good, of a greater good, and it's enjoying the ride along the way. And I, I don't believe success really matters if you didn't enjoy the ride. So discipline is the joy of being committed to something that is greater than ourselves. Yeah. And you know, one thing that helps enjoy, helps us enjoy the ride is money. It's hard to enjoy the ride when you're terrified about how you're going to pay the bills. So another benefit of the 10K in 10 weeks challenge is to focus on generating the income that helps you enjoy the ride because there's a little bit of security and safety and cushioning there. Um, also, you know, knowing that you did it once means that you can do it again um, because it wasn't a fluke the first time it happened. You know, you don't make $10,000 by accident, really as a coach, <laughs> you know, there's a system to it and you're following the system and you're doing that over and over again. 
So yeah, Carrie, there's something else too that I'd like to accompany with that because it is a 10K in 10 weeks challenge, but I've heard you say and teach many times as, as my money mentor, um, you, that it's not just about the money. It's, it's about that, that money, especially when we're doing service work like coaching, that money is a, a measure of how many people you're helping. Yeah. You that? Yeah, I learned that from a mentor of mine. I, I, you know, I never considered it this way, but that the more money you're making, it's just a barometer for how much change you're affecting in the world. It's, mm. it's almost impossible if you're helping hundreds of people or thousands of people or tens of thousands of people, that the, the, the money that you make is going to reflect that. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not making any money, it's because you're not helping anyone. And part of the, the challenge in a coaching relationship is that if we don't charge money for it, we're missing part of the transformational process. We're missing, we're missing the part that sometimes helps people the most, actually. Mm -hmm. That investing in themselves is a transformational moment for a client to feel, and I learned this from you, um, was that, you know, for a client to in the moment of having a conversation with a coach where the coach invites the person to be a client for that client to actually say, yes, I'm worth the investment in this program can be completely transformational for them. And the other thing is, you know, people take things more seriously when they have skin in the game financially. It, it, you know, does somebody value something that they paid $5 for? Or do they value something that they paid $5,000 for? Which one do they value more? And the, the answer is they value the thing that they paid more for. So you're in the investment in your coaching program. The client is taking the first step to value themselves through that investment. And it's, it's weird as the coach because you feel like, well, they're giving me this. They're giving me this money and I have to I have to be worthy of X amount of value. The truth is they're not, pay, they're not giving you the money. You're just like the conduit really for, for their personal, they're investing in themselves. They're doing it through you. So yes, at the end of the day, do you make the money? Yes. And you're still a, a, a channel for someone to learn how to value themselves in an entirely new way. And if you take the investment away from that, you're robbing people of that growth opportunity. That's so powerful. And this brings me back to our 10K and 10 Weeks Challenge, which we did with our Holistic MBA grad students. And um, this is really exciting because we had a group of students who took on the 10K and 10 Weeks Challenge. This was optional. It's a voluntary challenge. Uh, but people embraced it, and I was so moved and inspired and touched by their courage, their willingness to play the game, and out of that 10K in 10 weeks, um, this group of students made almost $400,000 as a group with eight people getting over 10K in 10 weeks, many of them doubling or tripling their goals. So this is like, wow, what an incredible, um, uh, like, I just feel so, so proud of all of that, that they learned and accomplished. And at our most recent HCI live event, 
we got to hear from them in what was it seven minutes they got to present on what 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 the challenge was like for them and what they learned what they used uh, in order to find their their clients do their work uh, and then we had a little contest you want to speak to that yeah for sure so the finalists in the 10K in 10 Weeks Challenge, they, they got, like Stacy said, they got to stand up at HCI Live, our big live event with hundreds and hundreds of coaches and present how each one of them um, generated their 10K in 10 Weeks, what obstacles they had to overcome, what fears they faced, how they overcame those obstacles. Um, and I, I just, I don't, there's been so many students over the years, Stacy, that my, you know, where I feel my heart bursting with pride and joy to watch their success. Um, and <laughs> this moment where we got to see all these finalists at HCI Live at our last event was just definitely like in the top, <laughs> top five ever of my coaching career um, to watch them present so beautifully. And I mean, didn't, they all seem to me like they'd spoken on a hundred stages before and they had not but they were so well prepared. They, they were so articulate, so moving, so inspirational. Um, and then the audience got to vote on who was going to be the ultimate winner of the challenge. And the ultimate winner of the challenge got a prize and the prize was pretty juicy. The prize in fact was $10,000 in cash. So the winner of the 10 K challenge won $10,000. And the reason we felt like that was a prize that made sense is that we wanted to, you know, we wanted to reward the winner for taking the risk and to show that taking a risk is worth it. And it's worth it. It was worth it for everyone in the challenge. First of all, you can't, you cannot prove to me that coaches don't make money when I just saw a group of coaches make over $400,000 in 10 weeks. Like, you can't tell me that it's not going to work <laughs> or that, that, that coaching isn't a, like a, a real quote unquote career. That's absurd. Like the day of, of, of that kind of doubt I think has passed. And so not only to see the entire community succeed in that way financially, but then to watch the winner um, and the winner of our challenge was a, a graduate student named Hannah Kokovai, and she was new to coaching. She had just, gosh, I mean, I think she was new to grad. I mean, she was really pretty fresh into the career, but her story was moving and inspirational, incredible, and she got the votes from the audience. And we got to, um, at the event in front of everyone, present her with like one of those huge publishers clearinghouse checks. I've always wanted to do that. I have always wanted to do that. Like, oh, it was the coolest thing. And she was the Lord. Like, I, I don't know that any of the finalists expected that they would win, but she really did not expect that she was going to win. And boy, did she win by a landslide. And when we presented her with the check, she just, I mean, the look on her face and her reaction just chokes Priceless. me up. Chokes me up to this day. It was amazing. Yeah, and I really was moved by Hannah's story of what she wanted to do 
with the money, which was to pay back her mom who helped fund her education and growth to pursue her dream career. And she wanted to pay back that debt um, with this deep gratitude to someone who really believed in her. And probably, you know, this is one of the things that I love about coaching in general is just that part of a, of a coach's role is to hold, uh, hold a client as totally perfect as they are, but also see the higher vision for them that they want to live into, but don't believe yet. Right. And I feel like Hannah got the gift of her mom really believing in her before she even could. And that was part of her surprise at winning <laughs> was, oh my gosh, maybe like, wow, I'm really doing this. Right. I am building this career. This is happening. And, uh, and it, it does require dedication and the discipline, blissipline. Uh, and I think it really, um, it really uh, lifted her up to go further even more, to be willing to take those risks. Yep, absolutely. And I think it was so important for our community to see, you know, it's, it's always a joy to hear stories of coaches who are out there doing it, kicking butt and taking names, because it just reminds all of us about what we're capable of and how we can create the career that we want and we can create the lifestyle that we want. And it's okay that there, there may be people in our lives that don't believe that's possible. It's all right because here's a group of people in the HCI community who not only believe it's possible, but are doing it. So, you know, I, I remember when I first started coaching, actually, I, I was uh, not sure people, my family, friends, not sure they'd be on board with it. And boy, let me tell you, uh, uh, 11 years in, they're totally on board. <laughs> like, wow, what you're doing is amazing. Um, and, and that does happen um, when you have success as a coach. Sometimes from the outside, it just looks so magical and amazing. And people are like, oh my God, your life is incredible. And, and what you're doing is incredible. And it's so gratifying because uh, as the coach who's achieved a certain level of success, like you put the work in. And to be able to enjoy um, making the kind of money that you want to make and having the lifestyle that you want to have. It's just, it's worth every single moment of discipline to get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, what I learned from hosting the challenge, Stacey, is that there's, like you said, a coach is a person who can see the higher vision for you before you can see it. And what I learned is that when you create a container for people, they fill it. And I, I was so excited to do that in that specific way. In 10 weeks, that $10,000 amount, like it just, it felt like the absolute right container. And um, I learned too that when you corral like a group of people, it lights a fire under everybody's butt. And I think that for everyone in the challenge, um, 
you know, as a community, it was important to contribute. We decided as a company, we're going to give back for every sort of when, when the entire community hit a certain amount of revenue generated that we were going to figure out a way to give back as a, a sort of congratulations for the group at large. Because the other thing I learned is that while we might be individually driven to make a certain amount of money, that when we have a collective goal as a community, we pour our hearts into it even more. So when we shared with our 10K in 10 Weeks community that we were going to be giving back in, in a way that we were going to um, decide when they hit, I think it was $250,000 in revenue, and then they just blew past that mark. Uh, people were so excited to be able to just report any income every week. It didn't matter if they made 50 bucks. So we were like, I contributed. I contributed to the whole. And that mattered. That made a difference. And, and I, I was so touched by that. Um, and we definitely, definitely will be doing a challenge in the future. Repeatedly, we're going to be starting another one here on July 31st. And that's specifically, again, for our holistic MBA graduate students. And they opt into the challenge. Not every single student is required um, to be in 10K in 10 weeks. They decide to do it. And what I notice is that more and more students are, are saying yes to participating in the challenge and really putting their feet to the fire. Um, the more they watch other people do it, the more they're like, I think I can get in there and do it. It's really exciting. I am excited for what will happen with the next 10K and 10 weeks challenge because I think there were many people who wanted to participate and shied away for whatever reason. They may not have been ready and that's totally okay. It's an invitation. There is no judgment in not doing the challenge. But I really admire the people who stood up and took, took this on to be the first ones because we had never done this before. And that first group, going first is always really, really hard. But I hope uh, everyone who got to witness their stories and their process and their learnings from it um, absorbed some of that courage and heart and willingness um, to go forward and do this. And we're here as support, the community is here as support. It really brought us all together. And I just can't wait to see for the next challenge, how we blow this first challenge out of the water. <laughs> right. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to that whole, uh, you know, Roger Bannister who, um, broke that four minute mile mark. And then as soon as he did it, people started doing it left and right. It's like it just takes that first courageous group and then all of a sudden we go, oh, this is possible. Let's all do it. Mm. <laughs> and we get to feature um, all of those finalists at HCI Live in November in Dallas and that's going to be really, really exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's all that I've got today. Shall we wrap? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that the takeaway that I'm getting from this conversation is that when you're part of a community of like-minded people, when you're striving toward the person that you want to be and the life that you want to create, that setting a goal 
within a specific time frame can be incredibly useful to really jumpstart your motivation, your inspiration, and your results. Love it. Love it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. For more information on our programs, please go to www.healthcoachinstitute.com. Comment and share if you like what you hear. 